What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to today's edition of Locked on Nittany Lions. It is our Twitter Tuesday episode of the podcast where I'm going to answer one of your questions from Twitter. And we also have some discussions about the coaching staff changes that are coming up on Penn State just ahead of National Signing Day. That and a whole lot more in today's episode. Let's get started. You are Locked on Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? It is February 2nd, 2021. Happy Groundhog Day to you once again. And just a reminder, it is never too early for flapjacks on this Groundhog Day. Yes, it is Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is one of my favorite movies out there with Bill Murray. I am Kevin McGuire. We're not going to talk much about Groundhog Day, but I will say the Groundhog did see his shadow today. So we've got six more weeks of winter. But don't worry, spring football is going to be around the corner as scheduled, hopefully, <laughs> knocking on wood. And of course, we're going to have a lot of topics of conversation regarding Penn State football to keep us busy between now and these next six weeks of winter. So don't worry, we're not going anywhere. We've got plenty of content coming your way. It doesn't matter what the groundhog sees. We know what the schedule is going to look like going forward with spring football. And of course, maybe an eventual 2021 season that's not going to be interrupted or adjusted. We'll see. we got plenty of time to figure that all out. But yes, the Groundhog did see his shadow today. We've got six more weeks of winter. I'm recording this uh, late Tuesday morning, a little bit later than I usually put these podcasts out there. So hopefully you can bear with me. But of course, it is snowing outside. There's lots of shoveling. There's lots of uh, trying to figure out what you're going to do, going to work, staying home from work. I'm on my day, second day of staying home from work, so that's why I'm taking advantage of a little bit of extra time to maybe live stream and record this podcast for people as I'm doing this live on my Twitch channel. If you want to check that out, twitch.tv slash KevinMLive. We're also on Twitch at Locked on Nittany, so don't forget about that as well. I do want to remind you, though, that this podcast has a lot of different options for your listening pleasure. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, Amazon Music, whatever you use to listen to podcasts these days, especially if you're stuck at home right now, like a lot of people are, not just from the pandemic, but from the weather, no better time to load up an episode of Locked on Nittany Lines on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe, rate, and review really helps us out moving forward as we try to continue to grow this podcast moving forward. And of course, you can stay socially connected while you're staying socially distanced using all of your social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, all using the username Locked on Nittany. In today's episode, we are going to take a look at a new coaching vacancy, which has just opened up at Penn State. We'll talk a little bit about a potential replacement for that vacancy as the, uh, the episode goes on. And in between, we're going to talk a little bit about draft stock. NFL draft stock season is in full force. We're going to talk about Micah Parsons and Shaka Tony come up in segment number two. But like I said, it is Twitter Tuesday. We'll get to our Twitter Tuesday question in our third segment of today's episode. But first, let's talk about the big news coming out of Penn State, which is that there is a coaching change. No, James Franklin's not going anywhere. And there's no significant movement as far as coordinators are concerned, although you never can say never, given this time of year with all the coaching changes that still are ongoing, certainly at the college level. But this is an NFL coaching change or coaching move that is plucking from Penn State. As reported by Sean Fitz from Lions 24-7, tight ends coach Tyler Bowen is expected to leave the Penn State program and join the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, of course, are now head coached by Urban Meyer, former Ohio State coach, former Florida coach, former Utah coach, former Bowling Green coach, and, of course, a former coach that has plucked from Penn State staff before. So this is uh, certainly a big story, I think, as far as Penn State staff is concerned, because uh, Tyler Bowen is the tight ends coach. And what have I been saying 
uh, over the course of the last year about the tight end position at Penn State. It is becoming a very solid position of strength for the Nittany Lions. And Tyler Bowen has been a big instrumental reason for a lot of that success in recent years. So obviously losing Tyrell Bowen, a guy that's been improving his coaching regimen and his coaching profile and becoming a really strong asset for the offensive coaching staff for Penn State, that's a big loss, especially at the time that it is happening because we are on the eve of National Signing Day, the, the traditional National Signing Day. So anytime you lose an assistant coach uh, right around signing day, right before signing day, it's not necessarily a great move. Now, I don't think that this is going to be something that is incredibly detrimental to the current recruiting class. A lot of the recruiting class has already been put together uh, for Penn State and a lot of other college programs out there as well. So this is really just kind of a chance to kind of put on the finishing touches for recruiting classes. So it's not as significant as it may have once been in previous years. But there is a there is a strong consideration that this is a pretty big move or a pretty big loss for Penn State. First of all, kudos to Tyler Bowen getting a job at the NFL level. Obviously, the NFL is the top of the top. Uh, when it comes to coaching, uh, aside from you know being a head coach at some landmark institution like Alabama or maybe Oklahoma, I do think that uh, getting a chance to be a position coach at the NFL certainly step up from uh, where Tyler Bowen is coming at Penn State. So this is a big loss, I think, for James Franklin's staff. This is one of a longtime connection to James Franklin, was a grad assistant under James Franklin, uh, coached under Joe Moorhead at Fordham, and uh, obviously came to Penn State and coached a little bit under Joe Moorhead as an offense coordinator. And he's been a really strong asset in the development of some of these Penn State tight ends that are going on to the next level, including Pat Frymuth. Uh, so this is a this is a big loss, I think, for the staff. Now, I don't exactly know what they're going to do on a short-term basis for filling the staff, although there should be some options out there. We're actually gonna talk about one potential option that could be on the table. In our third and final segment, it was brought up by a question uh, for our Twitter Tuesday episode, so I will touch on that a little bit later in the podcast. But you know, we're talking about a guy that has become a really strong recruiter for Penn State as well. So it's not just the tight end development, but Bowen has been a very active and very successful recruiter for Penn State. So anytime you're losing a guy that is not only developing talent, ready to go on to the next level, but also having an eye and finding a connection on the recruiting trail, that is a big, significant loss for Penn State. Now, as I've also said before, James Franklin has a very good eye for quality coaches. So if he doesn't have a replacement already in tow within his program, I guarantee you he's going to find a way to find a suitable replacement in the near future. Again, they, maybe they go through this upcoming year without filling that vacancy externally. But I do think that given James Franklin's track record with finding quality coaches, I don't think it's as nearly a concern as you may suspect. And here's the thing. If Urban Meyer is coming and taking your coaches, then you're certainly doing something right. So that's where I'm coming in on this. I do think that Urban Meyer, certainly when he was the head coach at Ohio State, he took Larry Johnson from Penn State. Now he's taking Tyler Bowen from Penn State. So maybe he's got an ax to grind with James Franklin and Penn State. But I'm just kidding there. But uh, I do think that the idea that James Franklin has a way of finding good quality coaches to put on his staff, I, I think continues to be strengthened by the fact that a, a highly successful coach like Urban Meyer is taking a look at that staff and saying, I need that guy on my staff. So there's something to be said about the way that James Franklin puts together his coaching staff. We'll find out exactly what the timeline is for finding a replacement for the tight end coach. Again, we will talk about a potential replacement 
coming up in our third segment. So lots of stuff to get into. And of course, we'll monitor that situation as we move forward. So we know that Tyler Bowen is making the drive down to Jacksonville, or maybe he's fine. I don't know. But if he is driving, uh, if he's going through these weather conditions, he wants to make sure that his car or his truck is in top premier shape. Best way to do that, I think, is with rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving customers with all their auto parts needs for over 20 years. And there's a reason they do that. It's because they know what it takes to satisfy their customers with a painless transaction experience when they need it the most. Because if you need to buy something for your car, it's never a, it's never a joyful experience. So rockauto.com is going to make it as painless and as easy as possible. The way they do that is with an online database that is catered specifically to your car or your truck. All you do is go to rockauto.com, you enter the make and model of your vehicle, and it brings you up the entire catalog of everything you need. I'm looking out my window right now, and it is snowing. So if you need some tires that are equipped for winter weather conditions, go to rockauto.com and make sure you've got the tires that you need for your car or truck. It's never too late. I mean, it might be a little bit too late right now, but make sure you are ready for the next snowstorm that comes through your area by going to rockauto.com, making sure you've got the tires, making sure you've got the antifreeze, the de-icer, the ice scrapers, whatever you need for your car during these winter months, this is where you go to. Go to rockauto.com, enter the make and model of your car, and bring up the entire catalog of everything available for your car or your truck. So right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from all of our local experts. So start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, while you're at it, make sure you are subscribed to Locked On Nittany Lions for all your Penn State commentary from yours truly. So as I said before, we are now in the offseason and we are looking forward to the NFL draft. And we know that the NFL draft experience is going to be a little bit different for players going on to the next level because the whole scouting combine is not going to be the typical experience it typically is. And we mentioned in yesterday's podcast why it was very important for Shaka Tony to go down and be a part of the Senior Bowl experience just for those opportunities that preside itself. And I admitted that I didn't really follow much of what happened at the Senior Bowl. So I read up on it a little bit. I like to see the reactions to how some of the players did and you know see what some of the scouts are saying uh, worked well for a player, where they need to improve still moving forward. And looking at some of the reviews of Shaka Tony, it's not too surprising to see where the outlook is for him moving forward. He's looking like a player that could play multiple positions, but he certainly has strength more as a linebacker type of player rather than a defensive end at the next level. And that's not to say that he wasn't a really good defensive end for Penn State. I just think that uh, when you go to the NFL, you can't get by on so many of the skills that you really thrived on at the college level. So there's certainly some room for improvement. I think if Penn State's uh, Shakatoni is going to remain on the defensive line, which is why some of the scouts are suggesting that he probably has a better outlook if he switches to an outside linebacker position because he he has all the tools to thrive as a, an outside linebacker, which is what a lot of people are you know seemingly suggesting that he should seriously look at. And he probably is looking at that, to be honest with you. So I would imagine that the way that he's built, the way that he plays would probably suit him better not to be lining up on the line of scrimmage 
and just kind of not having to worry about get all jump on the off on the line of scrimmage <laughs> on the defensive line. He certainly has the tools to be a very successful outside linebacker. Uh, again, very versatile, very good with his hands, uh, but not one not really going to be able to get by with some of the uh, the push that he was able to get just with his his strength compared to some of the opposing offensive linemen he faced in the Big Ten. So I'm very curious to see where his future is going to be. It's not very uncommon for defensive linemen, linebackers to kind of switch positions uh, when they go on to the next level because what works so well in college doesn't necessarily translate uh, for a lot of NFL success for a lot of those players that are kind of in between. That's where Shaka Tony's kind of fallen into. So I do think that it's going to be very interesting to see where Shaka Tony goes from here. Uh, certainly has a pretty decent outlook. We're not talking about a first-round draft pick or anything like that, but certainly has potential. Uh, certainly is a player that has the caliber to be drafted somewhere. I'll leave it to the draft experts to figure out exactly where that would be, and maybe we'll bring in a draft expert at some point to talk about Shaka Tony and his draft outlook moving forward. One player we do know is going to have a, a very high profile going into the NFL draft is Micah Parsons. Now, we all know Michael Parsons did not play for Penn State last year. He opted out, so he could focus on his NFL future. And again, I'm not holding that against him. I really feel like it was as good of a decision in this particular season for a player like Michael Parsons to make because he really had nothing to prove. But we are seeing now that there's a little bit of a contrasting outlook for where he's going to be going uh, in all these mock drafts that are coming out. Now, Mel Kuyper of ESPN, probably the most famous of mock experts out there. Uh, he still has Michael Parsons very high on his big board, not surprisingly. Uh, he has him as the number one overall defensive pick in the, the draft. I forget exactly where that falls, <laughs> wherever he would be picked, because obviously there's a couple quarterbacks that are on the board too, but I do think that Michael Parsons uh, certainly has potential to be one of the first defensive players chosen. However, USA Today draft writer Mark Schofield is a little bit more pessimistic. Still has him in the first round, but has him much later in the first round. He has him slotted at number 26 to the Cleveland Browns. Let me say that again. Number 26 for Micah Parsons. Seems a little low, right? Well, it depends on who you ask. And I think if you ask Schofield, he's on the record saying that Micah Parsons falls into the category of a position player that is kind of losing value. So it's not necessarily a knock on Parsons. It's really just kind of a... Uh, an outlook of the position that he plays similar to how running back value has diminished in recent years maybe it's bouncing back a little bit but i do think that the way teams at the nfl are scouting players at certain positions it's kind of a mark against a player playing that position maybe it's unfair to mike parsons i don't know but i do think it's a well-reasoned um explanation uh, it just kind of took me by surprise to see michael parsons who has been well regarded as one of the best defensive players in college football all of a sudden sliding down uh, one person's draft board. Now, it doesn't mean that he's going to be a late first-round pick. doesn't mean he'll fall to the second round. Maybe he will. I don't know. But that's the thing that a lot of NFL draft experts are kind of projecting. They're trying to figure out exactly what needs teams have. Not every team needs a linebacker. Not every team needs uh, a defensive player. So I do think that that takes into some of the consideration when you put together a mock draft. Obviously, Mel Kuyper is much higher on what Micah Parsons would rank uh, as far as team needs than uh, Mark Schofield. And I, I do think that it, it makes sense that uh, a player playing a position that could be losing value at the next level uh, would be sliding. Uh, again, Mike Parsons is very talented, very athletic, nothing against him. But when you play the kind of position that one guy thinks is losing value, 
it's going to hurt you. So he obviously still has him as a first-round draft pick, but we'll have to just wait and see exactly what's going to happen with some of these other mock drafts. We'll see what some of the other draft experts have to say about Micah Parsons, but just kind of raise an eyebrow for me, and I think a lot of people as well. I would be very curious to see what you guys have to say. Do you think Micah Parsons is a guy that's going to fall later in the first round than a lot of people are expecting? All right, let's switch gears from football to basketball. Yeah, I don't talk a whole lot about Penn State basketball, but I do want to bring this to your attention because our good friends at BetOnline.ag, they've got Penn State as a seven and a half bucket underdog against Wisconsin. Now, I'm kind of liking Wisconsin in this one, you know, revenge kind of a situation. Wisconsin at home. Uh, Wisconsin just a better basketball program than Penn State. I'm very inclined to go against Penn State tonight, so I hope you don't hold that against me. But Penn State plus 7.5 at Wisconsin. Uh, Penn State plus 285 on the money line. And, of course, the over-under currently at 139, according to our pals at betonline.ag. There's no better time to get involved in sports gambling than with betonline.ag. Right now, this week, because not only is there Penn State hoops tonight, but there's also college hoops the rest of the week. There's NBA basketball, there's NHL hockey, and of course, there's a pretty notable NFL game coming up on Sunday, so make sure you've got your account ready to go. Blake's that first deposit and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and betonline.ag is going to give you a 50% welcome bonus of whatever your initial deposit is. You drop $100 into your account, they're going to give you $50 extra. You drop $1,000 in your account, first of all, I don't advise that if you're a first-timer, but they're going to give you an extra $500. So 50% of whatever your first deposit is, there is no limit here either. Unlike so many other sports gambling websites right now, they're going to cap your your first deposit bonus, right? Not all betonline.ag. Whatever you put in there for your first deposit, they're going to give you 50% on top of that. So what better time to get involved with that right now? Get that first deposit in there. Get that 50% bonus by using the promo code locked online or locked on and don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, every team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And again, make sure you are subscribed to Locked On Nittany Lions so you can get the continued Penn State coverage I'm hoping to bring you guys on a daily basis as well. Subscribe, rate, review, Peacock and Williamson, Locked On Nittany Lions, what better combo for your Penn State and NFL fix? All right, so today is our Twitter Tuesday edition of the podcast. And again, I got this episode out a little bit later than I typically do, but I do feel like the timing worked out well for me because I got a really good question Tuesday morning, and it ties into that conversation we were having earlier in the podcast. Like I said, Penn State losing a tight ends coach to the NFL, Tyler Bowen moving on to the Jacksonville Jaguars, be a part of Urban Meyer's head coaching uh, or coaching staff in the NFL with the Jaguars. So Penn State is in need of a tight ends coach. So what does Penn State do? Now, obviously, James Franklin probably has a short list of names already in mind. But if he were to think outside the box and you know, bring somebody in from outside the program, could there be an ideal candidate out there? And this question from Matt Foreman, you can follow him on Twitter at FatMorman, F-A-T-T-M-O-R-E-M-A-N, just to put that out there. He asked, 
if Adam Brenneman could be a possible replacement at tight end coach for Penn State. Yes, Adam Brenneman. You remember him? Former Penn State tight end. Obviously one of the big signings under the short-term head coach, Bill O'Brien. Played a couple of years before he had to step away due to some injury issues. Uh, came back to play at UMass. He was a really good player at UMass, by the way. And then, of course, uh, didn't have an NFL career, but has gotten into coaching after a couple years away from the game. He's now uh, an assistant with Arizona State. He started as a grad assistant under Herm Edwards. And just this past year, he's been promoted to tight ends coach with the Sun Devils. And he is a coach that is very well respected. He's very much on the rise. And would it make sense for Penn State to bring Adam Brenneman in as a tight ends coach. Now, first and foremost, let's just put this out there. I have no idea if Adam Brenneman would be interested in the Penn State tight ends coach, but it makes sense in a number of regards as far as why James Franklin may be interested in Adam Brenneman. First of all, you'd be going for a guy that has a clear Penn State connection. You're going for a guy that has Pennsylvania roots. This kid is from, well, he's not a kid anymore, but he, he's from Harrisburg. He was one of the big in-state recruits that came to Penn State under Bill O'Brien at a time when you know you were looking for some in-state pride within this program. He was a big part of that at a time when Penn State really needed it. So it makes sense in that regard. I mean, you would be talking about, you know, James Franklin likes to have some in-state connections, right? He likes to kind of keep it close to the vest within the state, the whole dominate the state mantra. You take a look at uh, the coaching staff he has put together. There are some clear Pennsylvania ties. Adam Brenneman is as Pennsylvania tie as they get, right? So you're talking about a kid that was one of the top recruits from the state of Pennsylvania, went to Penn State at a time when Penn State really needed something to be proud of. And you're talking about a guy that is already being well-respected in the coaching world. Certainly a star in the making, maybe. Uh, he's been well-respected at Arizona State. He's been part of player development. He's been uh, really active and a really solid recruiter uh, for Homer Edwards and Arizona State. He's certainly, if you follow him on Twitter, there's certainly a lot of energy that emanates from Adam Brenneman as the tight end coach at Arizona State. There's a lot of excitement about his future career as an assistant coach, and we'll see where that uh, that goes for him moving forward. But it's certainly a name that, if I'm James Franklin, I'm very much interested in at least reaching out to. And again, I don't know if you necessarily are, are trying to interfere with what Herm Edwards is doing at Arizona State, but James Franklin has one job to do, and that's put together the best staff he possibly can. And if Adam Brenman is the best possible tight ends coach that's available, you have to at least inquire about it. And if Adam Brenneman turns it down, so be it. And again, I'm not saying that he's the best candidate out there, but he's certainly a name that would make sense in a number of regards for why Penn State might be interested in bringing him in to be your next tight end coach. Now, maybe it doesn't happen right away. Uh, maybe there's a little bit of an interim fix for the tight end coach, but if you go into the next season and you still need a tight end coach, see what Adam Brenneman does at Arizona State. I think there could be a lot of upside potential here for a possible Adam Brenneman reunion at Penn State. Again, I have no inside information. I have no idea if Adam Brenneman would be, even be interested in returning to this program, even though it's uh, you know, it's grown. It's a little bit different from when he left it, but obviously he has a connection to James Franklin very briefly, but <laughs> there, there's something there. Uh, so I, I don't know what the relationship is like, but I would suggest that it would make a whole lot of sense for James Franklin to at least reach out to Adam Brenneman, see if there's any interest in coming home to Pennsylvania and being a part of this Penn State program once again. I think watching his career, as young as it is, I think there will be a lot of really good things that could happen here. 
we'll see what happens. We'll see where James Franklin goes with his tight end coaching position or tight end position coaching position moving forward as they look to fill that vacancy. Again, we'll have to just wait and see exactly what the plan is. Maybe Adam Brenneman's in the cards. Maybe he's not. We'll have to just wait and see. But I think it would make a lot of sense, and I'd be all for seeing that. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Nittany Lines. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing, reading, and reviewing on your favorite podcasting apps. And you can also follow us on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, using the username Locked On Nittany. I'm Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. You can also check me out on AthonSports.com and my Patreon at Patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. Don't forget, I also co-host the Thursday edition of Locked On College Football right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, guys, I'm going to go shovel some snow because I got to get to work on Wednesday. <laughs> There's no more delay in that. So hopefully you guys are all dealing with the whatever weather conditions you're dealing with right now. Hopefully you're getting through that. Hopefully you guys are all staying home, staying safe, staying healthy, all that good stuff. I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow.